morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy Podcast. Happy birthday. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I forgot it was my birthday. Yeah. It's also national. Today, wait, today is your actual birthday? It is, yeah. Wow. Happy birthday. It's also National Rabies Day. That's oh. got a day? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everything's got a day. But it, yeah, it, rabies seems like one of those things like quicksand. It was like it seemed yeah. like it was gonna be more of a threat than it actually was when you were totally. a kid. Yeah. But it was like the it was a huge fear when I was a kid that like that you were gonna start foaming at the mouth if you got <laughs> right. bit by a rabid dog. And like I saw Cujo, so I was did, like, did fuck that ever, fucked me all the way up. Does there know somebody who had ro- who had rabies before? I no. was just about to ask. I never have. No, I mean, did, have you? No, I've, I've never heard of anybody ever getting rabies, to be honest with you. You know who else? I've never met a dog who had rabies <laughs> either. Yeah. <laughs> None of our dogs ever had rabies because obviously you get their sh- them shot. But, like, I've never heard of anyone being like, oh, my, like, Bernese Mountain Dog got rabies. Right. Never. No, I f- this is the thing. It's almost like a, it's like a myth. Well, totally. It's, so it's, why does it have a day? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's like National Rabies Awareness Day. Like, yeah, why does it's like we all need like if I was in an office job, I'd just be like, all right, guys, you're just gonna, you know, it's National Rabies Awareness Day, so <laughs> yeah, let's right. just take a moment to think about that disease that doesn't actually maybe even exist. You know, what would be great is if you got rabies and it's like, oh, where's Brad? Oh, he's sick. It's like, what does he have? He had rabies. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't come in. I got rabies. You probably have to quarantine. But like, if you if you actually had rabies, if you got rabies, though, you would be able to celebrate that every year. Like, I would take a solid week off for rabies. Yeah. yeah, totally. But is it, do you, because you know, when like a rabid dog kind of goes crazy, it has a mental effect. If a human gets rabies, are you like a zombie kind of? Oh, do, you, do you go, is it like you're on bath salts? You go around yeah, like fighting people? You can't, you probably can't transmit it like you can get COVID. Like you probably have to like gnaw on someone's arm. Right, but, but it makes dogs and animals that have it crazy. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, right, right. So I bet you, it probably would. You'd be like a, like a bath salt guy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, that, yeah, for sure. The I only mean, exposure, the only time I've ever seen somebody get rabies before is Elaine got rabies on Seinfeld. Oh, right. oh that's oh, right. right. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> you know, by the way, um, Elijah, and we can talk more about Venice because I'm interested in hearing about how it's uh, changing in this in these uncertain times. Um, but it's it's wild to me that like our wild and crazy crew in Venice when we all lived there never did bath salts. Like it would have totally been on brand for that. Oh, yeah. For that crew to do bath salts, right? Yeah. She's she was like I'm running late. My my daughter only has one hand. 
That's justified. I was like, dude, I was like, just stay, whatever. Yeah, I was like, right. okay. But, but to, that she just throws that out there as like. Do you believe that she actually only had one hand, or was or that if just, that's just like some kind of like cleaning lady tactic? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, just tell them, just tell them that your daughter only has one hand. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, you can't argue that because because that with like a his, in like a Hispanic, like kind of like a broken English. I was like, dude, just you don't even have to come today. I'll just Venmo you money. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Like how, like how did her daughter lose her hand? I I actually didn't. I should text her and find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, well, how? Wait, 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 I, yeah, drop her text and be like, "What's this? What's this hand story?" Wait, how do you? Yeah, she had rabies. <laughs> how do you lose a hand? Maybe she was helping her on a job and like her hand got caught in like the garbage disposal or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's how it could happen. <laughs> Dude, that that garbage disposal—it's weird when when something gets stuck in the garbage disposal and I unplug it to reach down. I still feel like it's gonna like turn off. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's kind of like a phantom <laughs> oh thing. Oh my god. You are always supposed to un. Yeah, you are supposed to. But I, she hasn't cleaned my place in like four years. Um, if we just got her on live on the pod right now, we're just like, hey. How you doing? We're just uh, the listeners are wondering how your daughter. Four lost years, her hand. yeah. She probably has a hand by now. I mean, what? She <laughs> she, she just regenerate when she an octopus. <laughs> she just got like a Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you saw like if you saw her show up and her daughter was with her and it had two hands, would you call her out for it? Well, actually, she did show up with a daughter with two hands, but I guess it was like another daughter. She has yeah, like, the two hander. Yeah, <laughs> she. Yeah, she probably. She, the the one the one the one hander probably isn't much help cleaning a house. Uh, <laughs> she can wax on, but she can't wax off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> For all you Cobra Kai fans out there. Wait, Elijah, have you watched Cobra Kai? We've talked about it like two weeks in a row. You know, I, I've, I've seen the first season, but I, I just, I watched it when I was at my brother's like a, a year ago or so, and I just, I haven't picked up the rest of it yet. Yeah, I got it. I mean, you could pretty much, season two is good, is great too, but like season one almost could stand alone. It would be like a, a, a classic. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, like, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I just, I haven't d- dived back into it yet. Yeah. But uh, speaking of diving into to things, so Venice Beach in this COVID era is really taking a fucking nosedive. Uh, yeah, you know, like I lived by the boardwalk from like 2006 until, you know, pretty much last year. And man, just like going back down there now, it's like I, I don't feel like I was down there at night about a couple of weeks ago, just like riding bikes with my girlfriend. And like, again, like I'm, I like the grid of Venice. It was a big part of why I chose to live there. But I just it got to a point where I was looking around. I was like, I'm legitimately scared right now. Yeah. And like, mm. like, that's why it's like, it was just good here. It's like, I don't want to walk the bikes here. I don't want to even be around here. Right. Well, it feels very like it feels like people have rabies there. Down yeah, the it's yeah, the boardwalk's rabid. But I mean, it was, and the, and the fact is, like five years ago, a pregnant woman got stabbed to death like a block from my house, and 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 it's and it's like I didn't think it could get much worse, and it's like it's 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 bad. It's like <laughs> it's one of those things. Like at night, you're definitely not like hanging out, walking around down the boardwalk, right? No, and and I would definitely say like there are other streets now too where it's just like you know we were we were driving back last night just from like the Santa Monica Pier area all the way down to the Venice Pier, and there are multiple spots where just like places I used to walk my dog or skate down where it's like tents 
city. Like, but just like, oh, my, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, underneath the, there's this overpass over, like, where Venice Boulevard goes, uh, like, under the 405. And I drove past that the other day, and I was, like, scared to stop there because there were so many tents piled up. And just think yeah. there's a whole community of people living in there. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a real, they got a real uh, camping site over there. But again, it would have been completely on brand for us all to, like, do a ton of like drugs and go like set up a tent. Like I could have seen Gordy like <laughs> recreationally set up a tent in one of those just to like hang with like you and Chucky Sunset and all of us for a night just to see like what would would happen on bath salts. Yeah, just all take. <laughs> feel like that that was like a situation we would have walked past and like gotten welcomed into and found ourselves sitting there yeah like three and doing like the three urchins oh like inside one of their tents yeah oh jesus christ i never want to go in there well i think you can get like you just a, go in there it's get, like you, you can get like a bola <laughs> right you're just in there it's like a scene from dancing with, <laughs> dancing with wolves yeah <laughs> No, I mean, it's, this is the thing. And I, listen, I was watching these interviews with these homeless people, or it was a piece that I was reading or something. And, um, they asked, they poll like homeless people, like, do you want to be like, do you want to be part of this program that gets you a job and a hotel? They're like, no, we don't want responsibilities. Yeah. Like they're good in their tents. Like. I don't well, know who's going to hire them. Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. living that Burning Man life like every single day of the year. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to be like insensitive, but I mean, it's going to be tough to get the yeah. fucking job. No, true. But they, I feel like they all ended. They ended up. They end up working at like soup kitchens and stuff. They basically end up working for like other homeless people and stuff. Like right. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't get like internships at Golden Sachs. I wonder what, no, no, they're like a teaching substitute teacher. Yeah. What do you, th- are most of them like war vets or were they just like maybe born into homeless? You might have some, I mean, I think there has to be some degree of mental illness. There has to be, right. I don't yeah. know. I mean, cause even if you're that lazy, that in and of itself would have to be a product of some kind of like mental deficiency. Yeah. Right. Right. I was, I was walking past the 10 city, um, kind of in between Abbott Kinney and the beach here in Venice the other day. And I heard, uh, like, uh, like, you know, there's like, so, and there's a lot of people in there, like a lot of more dudes, I think, than there are females there. And I heard this one guy scream, who let the dogs out? And everybody started barking. And I kind of started thinking like, hey, they've been homeless since that song came out. Like that was, the <laughs> last, that was like the last big moment that they had and they've held on to it ever since. Yeah, yeah. Right. They missed everything. They missed like the, the killers. They missed like the strokes. They yeah. Missed- <laughs> Dude, that fucking Drake, they missed it all. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> what? No. I said, like a bag. We had, all, we had all of our like uh, excess food still from Burning Man. It was like all of our Pringles and all of our like nutter butters, all like this stuff that was like individually packaged and sealed up and could last for years and years. And I finally got to the point where I was like, I didn't want it in my house anymore because I wasn't eating it. So I took it down there and I gave it to this guy. I go, hey, you know, here's two bags of stuff. This bag is filled with like Laffy Taffy and candies and this you want to see a cracker? You found the biggest one out here. And I remember just like thinking, just like, ah, oh, man, this is like, the guy's only progressed mentally to some level and he's never kind of made it out of like that, like backwater white trash city from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we got back from our cross country trip, I had a, I had a box of chips so that I wouldn't have to, I could limit the amount of stops I made. Mm-hmm. I had a ton left over and I just put them in my back alley. I mean, those things were gone and like. Five seconds. Right. And then when I was leaving Venice, I was putting stuff out on the sidewalk and homeless people were taking it. My neighbor was like, you know, you're contributing to the problem. And I'm like, 
okay, like, I, I guess I see that. But first of all, it's, I'm not the only, I'm not responsible for this fucking massive homeless problem. But like, so I'm just supposed to throw away these chips? Yeah, but it's also like, it's a gesture, you heartless fuck. It's like, it, it's like when you give a homeless person $20, it's like, it's like you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're contributing. They're just going to go buy drugs and alcohol. It's like, you know what, dude, for a second, he felt that someone cared about him. Yeah. So if he goes and smokes crack or like, look, I did, I think the $20 was going to get him to turn his entire fucking life around. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, or the Duke sweatshirt that I gave. Him. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's called called kindness <laughs> no, totally i was like look dude. so many of these people so many so many of these people like don't even have people say hello to them you know so a kind gesture actually goes a long way i was walking past a homeless dude the other day and he looked super duper sad so i was just like hey man how you doing and he immediately looked at me and it took him a second to respond to me because i think he just hadn't been spoken to kindly in a while and he was like oh cool shirt man and it was not a cool shirt but i was like oh this guy's actually trying to have a kind interaction here yeah no, I mean, you, I, like, I was in New Orleans, and it was Thanksgiving, and I was going to get some stuff from the, um, from the grocery store, and there was, like, a homeless tweaker uh, on the street, but he had, like, a, a decent, like, a good enough vibe, and he was just sitting there, and I was just like, yeah, one sec, and I went and gave the, the guy five bucks and did, like, a fist pound. When I fist pounded this guy, it was, like, fucking, the, the transfer of, like, 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 uh, like heavenly vibes that went through there was like i mean that's what it's all about it's just mm. like helping someone in a moment i'm not trying to end world hunger well, also, yeah. you're not contributing totally. to the problem by giving somebody food you're contributing to the problem by leaving like your excess prescription pills out in the alley yeah yeah also and my neighbor it's like okay so if i didn't leave this stuff out there and then the homeless problem would get solved. It's literally like one little gesture that I can I made. totally see hear this. I can oh, totally such, see this. She guy just too. hated no, she just hated me because I left that uh those doors that are like beads. Yeah. I left those out on the sidewalk and she tripped on them on a rollerblade. Oh, gonna, <laughs> so uh, she had she had a hey, grudge against me. But I was so that was like pre karma. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. She was a douchebag. But um, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I've given like two or three months ago, I gave uh, I bought like a, one of those big bottles of smart water. And gave it to a homeless guy that was asking for money out outside CVS. And he looked at that bottle of smart water like, what the f-? Like, I, I don't think he'd ever seen smart water before. Right. He was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I actually told him, I was like, it's water. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably, he, he, he it was like, what is this? He's probably just used to what, dr- just drinking from puddles? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> I don't think electrolyte water has yeah, made its way into the tent cities. Yeah. Wait, there's got to be some annoying woke white people that are just like, we just moved into a tent city. Uh, we have our tent. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see like Portlandia going there. It's like I mean, maybe they did, and I missed it. There's, all I, I'm telling you, there is at least one hipster that lives in a tent. Oh, in, for sure. In, in one in, of these cities, in one of these towns. But also, it's like um, uh, the I bet like Venice three one one for all the listeners. Like her, this is this woman in Venice and she's this kind of like bougie uh, bitch but she has she's like I don't know someone like got her a police scanner for Christmas one year <laughs> and so she became like the authority right. on everything that was going right, on right. in Venice and and then and, and would tweet it and she essentially became like a glorified tattletale yeah but, yeah but but it was it was timely because it was at a t- it was at the time when all these like um, uh, Fohemians were moving into of Venice and all these like rich people, so they really appreciated having that right, yeah, as an outlet. But she must, and she's 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 just utterly unpleasant. Like yeah. she's 
you know, she hates graffiti and she hates uh, everything. She seems to hate herself and, and the whole world, <laughs> but she loves the police scanner. People, but people I bet, use but I felt, that, though. People I, use Venice 311 all the time. That's what I'm saying, yeah. that it, I'm sure it was, it was very timely that it happened, mm-hmm. but she must be going crazy right now with, 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 you know, having so little control over, like, the disintegration of the community. Uh-huh. I would be surprised if she was still here if she just hadn't like turned that over to somebody else at this point because all the Venice barnacles that used to be here have been scraped off long ago. Right. She's doing 311 somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Three, 311. She's like Mar, Mar Vista 311. Yeah, yeah. I know why yeah. 311. She just got rid of it. She just got out of it. Palms 311. <laughs> Man, that's like my favorite part of LA, that Mar Vista Palms area. I like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's great. I enjoy it. Um, but but, it's, but yeah. cool. it's, it's actually cooler now than I think it was back then, just because so many people that got driven out of Venice actually, like the longtime locals, had to move down to Mar Vista. So like that whole drag down there now, all the way down, you know, toward like towards like National, where Lost and Found is, and stuff like that. All that shit's like kind of exploded. Yeah, you know the um, d- just one last thing about Venice three one one is like she got she actually got famous for like tattling on a Red Hot Chili Peppers video that was recording on a roof. And really? it, like, it broke like, it broke like a code. But she, what, but what but, but I will shout out to someone who uses a police scanner not to be a tattletale, but for the right reasons is uh, smoke and scan. Oh god! At yeah. smoke and scan, so good. He has a police scanner, and <laughs> it, well, he also now he. He has a YouTube channel, Smoke and Scan, and he hits dabs and and commentates on the protests and riots that are going on. And he'll have like all the best live feeds. Yeah. That's and just funny. gets baked. And like if there's like a fight at one of the protests, it'll be like uh, like the Mortal Kombat like, <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> and like if they start punching, it's like he'll have like the Wu Tang swords. It's like oh my God. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. And like laugh tracks, and smoke stuff. and skin. Well, at this point, because the protests have been going on for 150 days, it's like, well, it probably wasn't funny at first, but like anything that's going on for that long, it's like it loses its potency. Do you think he got the scanner specifically for this, or he maybe for all you know, he he like set out to like do good and like set up like Hollywood three one one, but he just like he got high one night and realized it was way too much fun. To just do to just do commentary. Yeah, it's really but, fun. But I want to have him on the podcast. So, Smoke and Skin, if you're listening, uh, yeah, if you, we, I think he lives like next door. We want to get you on the show. That was really funny watching him. Can just you, can you, like anybody just go out? Can anybody go out and get a police scanner? Is that just like something that's freely available? I think so. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you must be able to. I mean, there's um, there's an app. There's an app. Uh, pretty much most cities. In the country, if you you can just tune in and you can get the local the local scanner, and, right. and they'll actually have like whoever's got like the dankest activity, like it'll be um, just one sec, like it, it, if like things are really popping with like the the Humboldt County Sheriff, like that'll <laughs> be it. It'll be like featured scanner of the night. Right, right, yeah. Did you ever have the guy in college that had the radar detector in his car for to pick up cops? Well, yeah, I mean, I I mean, I grew up. Our parents had one. They had one in yeah, their car. Yeah, our dad had a fuzzbuster. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, there was always, but there was always that one dude like in your in your dorm that had one like in his car. It's yeah. Like, well, I want to. Dr-. Now Waze Waze tells you where the cops are. Mm-hmm. Cops must hate Waze. Yeah. They, they tell you exactly where cops are hiding. Yeah. No, I would use Waze when I was when there Wait, was. Waze knows where every cop is. Like, do they do, do they know like like off duty? 
Uh, oh, I don't know if they're that advanced. Stuff like that, laughing. Like, but like, it what, seems like you could just use waves then to like, because you use, like, you want to drink and drive, well, waves is the way to do it. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, hey, one sec. This is the, uh, I got to just let my cleaning lady in. This is Camp Good Boy History. Yeah, hello? Oh, hey, are you out front? Okay, if you, um, can you call, can you press 606 and I can buzz you in? What, what do you say? You press 606 and I can buzz you in. We'll have to just see if this, sorry folks, that's, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, yeah, sorry for the uh, delay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, whoops. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's going to have to fucking go. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, an hour and 20 minutes late is just, that, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. No, your kid better watch this. Fu- this isn't the cable company. Dude, you know, there's very few things that I'm uptight about. I like, punk- I appreciate punctuality. Yeah. I you mean, know? I always, I don't, I, I hate being late. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Yeah. If someone else is late, it's, I mean, it's like, okay. If it's like a first date, it's like, I get it. Maybe you're coming from work or like, but if it's all the time, so this woman's always late. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's just rude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do, mean, especially like right now, it's like nobody has anything else that they should be, anywhere else that they need to be or yeah, anything like uh, that. Missing, no missing, missing appendages or no missing appendages. <laughs> like there's enough time to fucking get, get everything you need done. Although right I got to say, man, that LA traffic is just back. It's back. Oh my God. The four Oh five on like a, on like four on a Friday. Yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> well, well it, it, I mean, we're done. I mean, COVID's basically, I don't even care. It's supposed to get like super worse or something like in these coming weeks. But I mean, they like, say that every week. I don't think, I think, I mean, uh, America shit the bed on this and, and they're <laughs> yeah. just like, they're not changing the sheets. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, True, just yeah, keep sleeping in it. You yeah, don't need right. to, we're not, we're just, we fucked this one up and we're not going to even try and fix it. No, so. Eventually the smell will go away. It's kind of at that point where everybody's just like, we'll get it the next time. We'll get it, we'll get the next one. This one's, all, this the, one's just another thing we got around here now. This sm- is just a normal thing. The smell will magically disappear. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just going to lose your sense of smell because of COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay, she got in. Everyone, so the suspense is over. Uh, let's see. Elijah, you still there? Yeah, still here. Um, oh, she got in. Okay, all good. She got in. I just texted my building manager. All right. <laughs> she got in. She, she just she cleans the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> she cleans the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, um... Yeah, or she just like, yeah, yeah, because I left the money on the table. Like, the money's, the, if I just get back, like, the apartment hasn't been touched and the money's just gone. Because <laughs> she, she, she listens, she's been listening to the podcast and she knows, like, that she's about to get fired anyways. Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. God, you know what? I don't know if this is a, a COVID thing, but, like, the, my grocery store doesn't have the paper bags with the handles anymore. Right. I was like, oh, man, what am I, Dana Barrett? Yeah. <laughs> like, taking my groceries home. I was totally. like, fuck, what is this? I mean, it's like, whatever. It's not that big of a problem. But, like, I feel, I feel like I'm, like, back in the 90s, like, bringing groceries in without That's- the handles. God, that's so true. Or like the yeah, like uh, the girlfriend in Basquiat. That's another yeah, totally like, carrying groceries. Actually, so but you know what? It, it, it was a pain in the ass. I kind of missed that though. Like carrying the groceries like under your with your arm under the bag. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a throwback. I'm a walk to the grocery store, so those handles never they never hold. I mean, it's, it's like how, never. How is that supposed to even hold? I don't. Like, yeah, I don't know. The, what, <laughs> there's no glue strong enough to support paper. like 10 pounds with a, on paper. No, I know. Well, the, second, the second that they invented those bags, they invented double bagging those bags. 
Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's it, which is just it's, it was just all a big. But then you and you can't bring wire. your you can't bring your 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 personal bags to the grocery store. That's right. you probably can though because it's like yo my bags don't have COVID all over them. Right. I think we've gotten past no, that. You know, the last time I tried to do that, they were like, no, you can't bring your bags in. But what you can do is you can just have everything put back in the cart, and then you can bag it when you take your groceries oh. to your car. Oh, yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is awful. I got to the point now where it's just every single time I go, it's just like, hey, I, I would love to do the Earth a favor, but I'm going to recycle 12 bags here today. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah, the Earth can't really get a text back right now with like, because COVID, on the one hand, emissions went down for a, for a hot sec, but it was just yeah. kind of a cock tease. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as soon as they came back, it was just like, yeah, nah. Yeah, it just kind of tickled the yeah. balls a little bit. And I mean, I order, like, if I need a new toothbrush, I, that's an Amazon. I just fucking, like, my Amazon queue is, like, fucking 100 items long. And uh-huh. each one of those things has more and more packaging. My recycling bins down in the, in the, in the, uh, in the garage are, like, completely overflowed. Do you think we'll ever get to the point where, because Amazon is so quick to deliver, mm-hmm. ever to the point, and this will be like years and years in the future, but like if you order something on Amazon, and you know those those tubes at banks that your mom used to put like her check <laughs> oh, in, yeah. and it would like shoot up and then yeah. like land? Like if you just order something, you just have a shoot in your apartment, it just like comes, it's like, hey, oh, there's my new toothbrush. It's possible. That'd be awesome. Well, it's almost like, or like your neighborhood would have that. Yeah. So yeah, it, like one general pickup place for the yeah. giant tube system. Yeah, that'd be sick. But I actually wouldn't put it past Jeff Bezos to be like have that in the works, like to have an un- entire underground like network of fucking tubes and tunnels. Yeah, and you just get. <laughs> be awesome. I mean, like an item within reason. Like, but yeah, like a toothbrush, toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not probably not going to get like. Um, like a new stereo. <laughs> right, but because uh, aren't they doing drone deliveries? I'm sure somewhere they are. Yeah. That was one of the... I've never seen a drone delivery, though, too. Like, I've heard about that, but I've never actually seen a delivery. I've never seen one flying through the sky. I would think I would see one somewhere around here. Mm -hmm. I've seen the robots. Yeah, those are weird. Yeah. Have you seen the robots, Elijah? The Amazon robots? No, No. they're uh, Postmate robots. Mm. They, um, they, they, it's really, really weird. Like, yeah, I don't you'll like just it. be, cause it's like the thing in star Wars, the new star Wars. That's just like that ball that rolls around. <laughs> you'll yeah. just be driving. And then like a robot is just going across the crosswalk. Mm. It's very, it's very unsettling. And they have like, um, they have like emotions. Like oh, if Jesus. you, if you yell at them or take their picture, like they have like, they have like um, canned responses and stuff. Like God. that's not nice. Well, someone's gonna reprogram it. It's just it, like yeah, you're just gonna you, fucking all through. Your well, someone's gonna re- someone's gonna reprogram it like uh, ISIS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just gonna be like, oh yeah, you got a food delivery. Hey, this, uh, is ter- this is terrifying. I, I've never seen one of these robots before. This is a real thing, dude. Go Google Postmate robots. I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, they're, they're really weird. I mean, it's yeah. not like fucking R2-D2, but it is. This but it thing, is. But it kind of is. It's this thing that's just going along this sidewalk. Yeah, it's like it's like R2-D2's like <laughs> unevolved American cousin. <laughs> It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's like it's like from R two D two's like the ratchet side of his family. <laughs> this is scary. No, I've never seen one of these before. Holy shit. But dude, like you could just get like surf wax or something or anything. It's just like I just wouldn't want to be somewhere and then it's like, yo, or like I'm a cook in the back. It's like, yo, the robots out back. And and by the way, once they get these things up and running, there's gonna be like four different robots all yeah, back right, there. Right, and right. like 
<laughs> but 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 wasn't that one of the greatest memories of childhood? Is when you you went to the bank with like your mom and she had to deposit a check and she, they put it in that tube. That yeah, got, that was the best. It, it's it's amazing though, like why that was so awesome as a kid. <laughs> just like it got your that got your like kid dopamine pumping. Just, I think it's cool now. Yeah, I mean that tube goes up and then you see the woman in the window like. But however far away it was, and you just see the thing come down in front of her. It's yeah. awesome. And you could put, you could put at, stuff uh, in. I think they have those at Costco, too. I think they go to each of like the cashiering stations. I think I, this is the last place that I saw them. I, th- I think, yeah, because you know, they don't have them at banks anymore because now banks, when you pull in, it's all just an ATM. Right. You can just deposit everything there. But uh, I miss those things. I, um, pharmacies, I've gotten some, I got oh, some yeah. stuff from the pharmacy through one of those things. But you would have to, it would have, it, it could get tricky with what you order on Amazon if you just needed like some spaghetti sauce. Yeah, and it just looks, yeah, it just looks like some guy's head exploded in, <laughs> yeah, in it. Right. <laughs> you know, I remember one time, this is like back in like the probably like late 90s, my brother and I were using it like, we had some local bank in uh, Atascadero on like Central California and I remember like the tube came back and we took the money out and we drove off and it was like $500 more than my brother had taken out he was a teenager at the time so he didn't have $500 and we drove home and when we got home there was already like on our answer machine called us and they had sent us through the wrong tube Oh um, man, that was like that's like borderline a bank heist. Hey, by the way, um, did you have to give the money back? Oh, absolutely. They came to our house to like exchange the money. Oh Jesus! Uh, like, well, something crazy happened to me. I stopped at a uh, bodega on the way back from. I was actually in Playa del Rey having some drinks, and I drove. I drove back home, and I got a tall boy, right? And uh, and I got it. Uh, they put it in a bag. And there was like, there was $400 cash in the bag when I got to my car. Oh. And I remember the dude kind of looked at me and like gave me like a, like a nod. Like I was somebody that else that he was expecting. Right. Like some kind of payoff or something. And I just like sped uh, back to the thing. And I was actually going on a date that night. Ah. And so I was just like... I was like, uh, hey, listen, I left my wallet at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. you, can you get everything tonight? <laughs> that, uh, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and it kind of gave like the date like a little dangerous edge. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anytime you show like up. Any second that guy could pop in, like yeah. ask for his money back. Yeah, completely. That's one of the best starts to a date, whether you, however you met the girl, uh, showing up and something happened to you on the way to the date. Yeah. That might have been like kind of intense or weird or funny. Yeah, like always uh, can go right into that. Hey, how you doing? Oh my God, I, it's so nice to finally meet you in person. Do you know um, a plane just flew into the World Trade Center? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like a coffee date? Yeah, yeah right. Coffee meets bagel. Oh but, my yeah, God. airplane meets tower. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, Air, airplane meets tower. It's like a it's like a caliphate dating. Hey, you're the birthday boy. It's, you can get away with it. It's like today. a uh, it's a caliphate dating site. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Vest meets department <laughs> store. Yeah. Oh man. C4 meets bus stop. <laughs> it is just that song like this will be. Where it's where it's like a it's a dating dating website for suicide bombers. Terror online dating. That's good. <laughs> God, oh, uh, yeah, I wonder God. if anyone was on a coffee date on 9-11. Probably. There, I mean somebody was probably somebody was definitely fucking their secretary when that first plane wow. went through. 
I mean, yeah, somebody maybe. somebody was doing something. Like coke in the bathroom. Somebody was doing something like you just do. Someone was in the bathroom that did, did that coke. They got the drip and like, oh. and and they were like in direct hit of the airplane. Shit, dude, miss me. Like on. staring into the mirror. Yeah. Or in the bathroom as it happened. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Totally. Or oh. like, yeah, you're just like, who am I? I need to change my life. <laughs> oh God. Well, think about somebody who, uh, <laughs> like, quit the day before. Oh, well that yeah, that's <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Jesus. I had a buddy, I knew a guy. Th- this is I'm I'm fairly certain that this story is accurate, but um somebody who was kind of chronically late mm, that, uh. that worked in the uh in like it's like my cleaning lady. <laughs> she would have been good if she was working at the <laughs> yeah, World really, Trade Center. Yeah, really. Um but yeah, and he was like chronically late and yeah, he was late for for work that day too and mm. and it saved his life. He worked on the trading floor. Because, I mean, think about you're, you're late, and anytime you're late, you're, like, like, bugging out, especially in New York, and you're on the subway. Mm-hmm. You get up out of that subway, and you're just, like, just chugging along, and you just look up, you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to go back home now. Yeah. Damn. Don't you think if you were in that circumstance, too, like, you could use that as an excuse to be late for the rest of your life? Yeah, like I listen. I was it's like divine intervention. Yeah, almost. it was like listen. I just got to tell you, like I survived nine eleven, so I'm gonna be late every single day. Yeah. Okay. If it's a problem for you, then yeah. you know. I just want to let you know. Yeah. You want me at my best. Like who can tell you otherwise? Like I wait. Like I mean, nobody's gonna go tell somebody who survived nine eleven because they're late that they can't be late. Yeah. And you can't relate to how like that does what that does to you. Right. So it's kind of like, all right, John. Yeah. So listen, I'm always, listen, I'm going to do a great job. All my, you know, my papers, I'm going to like crush this job, but I'm just, as a rule, I'm always 20 minutes late. It's just, it's going to always be like a burden for like, anytime there's a meeting, it's just kind of like, are we ready to start? Like somebody that doesn't know about John and his latest, like we're going to start. It's like, no, we got to wait for John. He survived Uh, (laughs) 9-11. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best curve your enthusiasm where the guy's like, my father died on September 11th. And then it turns out that he was uptown. But then the <laughs> yeah, guy tells him, he's like, it doesn't matter. If you died on September 11th, you get the same, you get the That's same so treatment. Good. Yeah. You know, I was, uh, I don't share my um, birthday with that many um, impressive people. Like Naomi Watts is the only one. Hmm. But uh, Miles Davis died on September 28th. Oh, well, that's something. And Herman Melville, the author of Moby Dick, one of my favorite books. That's a good trio right there. Watts. Davis, Melville. Yeah. I don't know who has mine. Yeah. Wait, let's so see. they died on my on my birthday. But Naomi Watts was born on my birthday. That's kind of prestigious. Yeah. I think I guess. and then but then also Hillary Duffs. Uh, yeah, that's that's less than impressive. Yeah, let's see who I got. Um, I have uh, hey Fred Astaire. Hey. Oh, I'll take that. Oh, Bono. Oh, oh, oh just ruined it. God, oh, I hate you. Too. Oh, I don't even want to look anymore. I'll take Fred Astaire though. That's yeah. kind of cool. I got a uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh, ah. I'll tell you, yeah, Maggie. She's cool. Jake. Jake's cooler. Jake would have been cooler. Yeah, yeah. I don't have. A, there's not a lot of people on November 16th. This is kind of sad. I never. I've never thought about this before. Maggie God. Gyllenhaal. That's the. That's the top of the list. I hate that I share a birthday with Bono. I want to, like, change my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that on May 11th. And then I'm going to find out it's, like, the Edge's birthday. Right. <laughs> Every birthday you change to, it's, yeah, it's like Larry Mullen. <laughs> You're just cursed with uh, you just sharing you birthdays with you two people. Oh, that sucks. I had no idea. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I, I share a birthday with Lisa Bonet. That's kind of cool. Oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's a great cool. That's a great one. Yeah. You know what was always fun was talking about the movies that came out this, the year you were born. Right. Like, like I, because I'm an E.T. baby mm-hmm. and a Raiders of the Lost Ark baby. Right. I love that. Yeah. Like, what was 78? That was like Deer Hunter? Yeah, I think so. I'd have to go look. Um, but yeah, seventy late seventies. There was definitely some, probably some like Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I think might, might have had that one. This is Elijah, what year were you born? Eighty two. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Isn't ET eighty two or is that eighty one? That's eighty two. I haven't watched ET in a while. It's great. Yeah, that's great a movie. that's a rewatch for me for sure. Yeah, it holds up. And by the way, that's going to be. Pretty soon you're going to be getting Amazon deliveries, and it's just going to be like you'll see in the window like a BMX bike just flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, really. And, the, and, and over the moon, they'll probably have like it'll be like the ET just for fun. They'll have like <laughs> ET will be in the in the front of it in a blanket, and you'll you'll be able oh, to get yeah, your stuff. Of course. I mean, dude, all this stuff's coming because once we do drone deliveries, like, and one of the things that was kind of freaking me out was there's been all these uh, LAX sightings of pe- a guy in a jetpack. Oh yeah, which yeah. is like that's like uh, ISIS new toy. You know, yeah, oh, for uh, sure. And I mean, it's just a matter of time before. Well, now, once we've got jetpacks that work, I mean, it is going to be food delivery on a jetpack. That'd be insane. Yeah, because you're usually looking for someone's like, "Yo, man, where is this guy?" That he just lands right in front of like the fucking Rocketeer. Yeah. No, that's the thing. All because right I have you. a I have a balcony. I can just like stare out. I can literally look over to the area of the city that my order's coming from, and I'll be able to like see him come up and just like, <laughs> yeah. fly over. <laughs> I'm just like balcony landing. <laughs> he just like slams into the window. The, like. I love anytime I'm on, I'm, I'm following my delivery on Uber Eats and you see the car. Usually it's just driving like straight up. I love sometimes when it's going down the street uh, sideways. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, what is this? Like? Or when, when it like takes a second for the app to catch up on where he was when you last saw him and where he is. And he literally just like transposes through buildings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it never gets old. But never. it would it would be great if you're just watching it and your building like rumbles a little bit. <laughs> and you, and you, the, the, the app just literally like tracked him getting in a fucking accident in your building. <laughs> That's always like the Blues Brothers. Or, or yeah, it's just like the, the little car just goes up in flames on the on the app. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Pachamama. Yeah, I gotta take my C V D break after all this heavy conversation. Yeah, again, if 2020 is stressing you out, yeah. there's only one way to go. Because 2021 is probably going to be even a bigger nightmare, and it's just, reality <laughs> is just going to keep getting worse and worse. You are, it's time to pick up a healthy CBD habit. Like, you just got to. You got to start stocking up on this and stuff. And there's a lot you can go to, but the one you should go to is Pachamama. Yeah. It's just... It's, it's multi-award winning. It's organically grown. It's triple lab tested. It's clean label certified and purity awarded by the Clean Label Project. Like, mm-hmm. do I really need to go on? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're that, talking about awards, organic, uh, clean, yeah, pure. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's everything you need. It's everything you need in the CBD. I just like, I just, I, I, oh, I just, you know, the tincture hits under my tongue. And like anytime like, I took MDM, MDMA, yeah. MDMA. I'd be like, oh, man, the hangover. I hated it. And people would be like, oh, that's because it wasn't clean. Right. Well, yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, clean, no, that, clean drugs. I've been hearing a lot of stories about people getting into CBD and not being able to do it because the hangover is worse than Molly. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and one of the things is, like, I take the CBD every single night. I take it in the morning, too. No, no, uh, no Molly hangover. It's there just, you go. yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Organic superfoods are, are, 
or their superfood ingredients are ethically sourced from around the world. It's just, yeah, you can't really go wrong with Pachamama. Yeah. Uh, you're going to want to go to enjoy Pachamama.com. That's enjoy P A C H A M A M A.com. Camp One Five, get that discount code. You're gonna get fifteen percent off, yeah, and you're gonna feel really good about it. Feel you're gonna feel so good about that, and you're gonna feel good when you take the CBD. You're gonna feel great. Yeah, nothing's gonna stress you out. No, it's gonna be like the it's like Clinton's in the White House again, <laughs> and yeah, the biggest right. thing we have to worry about is him getting blowjobs in the Oval Office. That really was all you worried about. Yeah, that's what the CB <laughs> will take you to. It'll take you to a Bill Clinton blowjob <laughs> by an intern in the Oval Office vibes. Because what else were you worried about in the nineties? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> was it yeah Pachamama was gonna take you back to the 90s yep get in there try in it there. I think you like it now back to the show oh hey Elijah uh, Burning Man fucking got canceled yeah yeah like we, uh, you know we actually we saw some people that uh, like a couple weeks ago we went out to Joshua Tree for a friend's birthday and we saw some people who like we had known or that we had met while we were there back in 2019, and they were pretty uh, they're pretty bummed out that there was no Burning Man. This oh year, my god! Sure. It's like there's something. I don't think that those people necessarily like look forward to anything else in the year outside of going to Burning Man. So it definitely like crushed them. Oh yeah, right. sure. Yeah, because before that, I was like Mardi Gras, and I was going to ask you, Eliza, because the last time you were on was before all the BLM protests and all that stuff. But we were talking about that you were kind of into the idea of COVID because it was nothing that we'd ever been through before. And like, you were kind of stoked about the shutdowns and just, just as like a sociological sort of experiment. And then we were saying, and then like, they're saying unrest is coming next and you're like, I'm here for it. And so you actually were here for it because it actually happened. (laughs) I think worse than anyone could have ever anticipated. So where are you landing on everything right now? (laughs) Uh, inside, you know, like I think at this point, I'm just kind of like, all right, everything's kind of gone crazy around here. And, and, you know, even at the same time, like, cause those protests all, like all the protests came through Venice and like some of these places are still boarded up around mm-hmm. here. And I'll definitely say like, it kind of was like kept me away from the heart of Venice completely just cause like that's where all the shit would go down if it was to go down. Mm-hmm. But I mean, on a, on a level of just like experience and everything like that, you know, I'm kind of. I'm kind of ready for everything to change back to a more comfortable state. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I've been, I've, I've noticed last night. I was really kind of noticing, like I've the past two weeks, I've been a little more irritable than I usually am. Mm. And I mean, obviously, with meditation every day, I, you, I never go, I never fully explode. Right. But I was like, man, I've been kind of like I'll drop something and I'll literally want to like punch the wall. Yeah, well, it's getting, it's getting, and by the way, it's like, it's getting worse. It's going to get worse. But, so, uh, and I'll never yeah. let myself go full, like, breakdown, because I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm too even keeled to ever do that. But, like, I was like, man, I've, I've, little things like dropping something, I'll fucking just, like, be like that Arthur meme where he's just got a fist clenched. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send you this um, heart brain coherence meditation that I learned that might be able to help you out with that. There's a, but, it, but it, no, I hear what you're saying. It was like, well, it would be interesting. Like, we thought it was just going to be like maybe some like pockets of unrest, but it's like 150 days. Like, Boog is actually kind of happening. Mm. Boogaloo is like actually kind of happening. It's like probably is going to happen. Like, there's a, a guarantee that Trump is not going to accept the, he's either going to win, which is not going to be good or he's going to contest the and cause all kinds of problems which isn't going to be good Mm -hmm. now i i think though that what boogaloo is going to be is going to be centered in portland seattle dc maybe los angeles but there's not enough uh guys there'll be protests and there'll be there's nothing left to lose what's the difference between boogaloo and proud boys 
They're kind of the same. They're like the same. It's like dead and fish. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like ho- just yeah, horse of a different color. Because Proud Boys, they were in a, they were up in Portland, and they're just like we're not here to hurt anybody, right? There, you know, there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough of a Tinder box uh, ignition, there, right? Because it was just sort of a demonstration, right? Uh, but when you have the underlying thing of the election, that's going to be the final. That's going to be the final straw. Right, right. Um, that's gonna. People are gonna start shooting. Like, there's no way that's not gonna happen. But I don't know what it's gonna turn into. I think it's just gonna be isolated incidents of escalating unrest. That's gonna be a little bit more violent than what we've already seen. Yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I feel like you know we've been recently been like looking up like cabins up in Big Bear and stuff, and we've been going up there a lot more just to like just to like check stuff out. But and it's pretty. It's super Republican up there. Like, it's super, a lot of Trump flags waving all over the place. But I also have the feeling that those people are not, like, boogaloo. Those are people who just want to be left the hell alone and have moved into the mountains just to avoid seeing people. Yeah. And I think to some extent, that's kind of, like, where I'm falling, even though, like, I fall on the opposite side of the political spectrum. But I'm just like, now I'm kind of with you guys. I kind of want to just get the hell away from everybody and just move out here and, you know, amidst a bunch of pine trees for a while and wait all this out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there's also, it's like, I don't care if someone's Republican. It's more of like this alt-right, yeah, white yeah. nationalist, you know, uh, subsect of it, which is which is Antifa is none, you know, is uh, no sixpence none the richer. So I don't, I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where, I can't wait for the debates tomorrow. Should be a good one. My my prediction, and I don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow, but I think in one of the three, Trump is going to short circuit Biden, and they're going to have to take a break. I think he's going to he, he's going to lose he's going to lose his if he doesn't have if they don't have him pumped with enough adrenochrome. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, is he he won't take a drug test, which means they're de- he's definitely like being pumped with. Adderall. What do they want him drug tested for? Probably Adderall. Biden, I think so. I mean, he's he's basically dead. So they have to, they're giving him as much as they can just to win the election so that Kamala can be president. Because there's no way Joe Biden is an acting president for four years. No way. Yeah, I don't think he wants it. I mean, he's on his, like, he's, he, he's, they've got everything that they can pump him for just to get him to do the bare minimum that needs to be done. It's, it's rough, man. It's yeah. like, I, you know, I, I wish that I felt like more exuberance and excitement towards the guy. But even the other day, like I didn't see his original speech. My cousin came over. He's like, watch, the, watch what Joe Biden has to say. And, and there was part of me when I was watching, I was like, this is not good. Like, this is this is all bad. Yeah. Yeah. You don't it's have that bad. like young guy with like the sleeves rolled up and like uh, like a Buddha judge or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is another old guy. Yeah. Basically, you know, he's just like, and, and every single thing that I saw, I was like, man, this guy's got a lot of flaws, and I can 100% see how they're going to be torn apart during the election. Really? Yeah. If I, but if I'm, if I'm running Biden's campaign, it's like, yo, dude, just go out and stay on theme. Don't try to win the debate. Don't not try to win the debate, because you'll right. lose. Just yeah. go stay on theme. Right. If, he, if he fucking throws a haymaker your way, just fucking deflect it and just be like, all right, you can do that, but what I'm going to do, like... Almost don't even talk to Trump. Just talk to the people, the American people. Mm-hmm. Even today, win. like our yesterday, they came out with that report about Trump's taxes, and it's all over the news. And I'm just like, do you think that this is going to have no. any effect on no, anything no, at no. all? Like, wait, why are you even like, why are you putting your energy towards this? Just like, stop talking shit about Trump. It's not doing anything. The fact that he only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes is fucking hilarious. Yeah, but you know, it's <laughs> interesting because I felt that the coup 
was going to be that Republicans were going to start turning on him, and they were going to start turning on their party, and there's going to be more of those 1916, or like uh, never Trumpers kind of coming around. And I, I felt that there was going to be like some kind of a civil coup. And all the time that I'm thinking about this, Trump is basically planning his own personal coup against everyone to keep himself in the White House. Mm. And it's, it's really scary that there's actually ways that he's going to be able to... The, the, creating this idea that widespread voter fraud is actually even a thing. He, yeah, he, he yeah. created that out of thin yeah, air. for sure. Like eight ballots are missing in like one station in Idaho, and that is basically the basis for this concept of widespread voter fraud. And that, and that it's, it's only the Democrats that are perpetuating the fraud. Like it's so crazy. Because he knows there's a chance he might lose. I right, mean, there but, is at the end of the day. But he can get his, whatever it is, his delegates or constituents in these, in those um, battleground counties to basically declare Trump the, because oh, there's, yeah. uh, because they'll say, well, there was, there was fraud here. There was evidence of fraud. We're just declaring that Trump is the president. Like he can constitutionally right, right. win. And it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I really, think he's, I think he's there's so win. many different ways that he's been able to like, not get in trouble for anything and it's just like there's part of me that's just like hey who allowed our country to get like to evolve to this point to where a guy like this can just take complete advantage of it and never face the repercussions for anything Mm -hmm. you know what i mean kind of who are we to blame kind of hillary clinton yeah a little bit people just fucking hate her and that was the perfect person for him to just pick at and for the russian hacking to pick at and just blast everybody with uh, she's just like this and that and Pizzagate and everything. Like, I mean, she's literally the worst possible person. From like SNL to like late night talk shows for like 30 or 40 years already at that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, that was the thing. She was the perfect person. Perfect. Yeah. For, for him to go up against. I don't know. He really fucked up. I, I think I see the White House going up in flames. <laughs> I, I honestly see that as like a realistic thing like i don't know if people will be able to some people will be able to like breach the the fence to get in there if he starts playing these games but i think it's enough of people will between molotov cocktails or something i i envision the white house in flames i you know if you had said that two years ago i wouldn't have agreed with exactly. you exactly I, to- I can totally see it happening yep yeah i mean dude the uh the city of Mi- minnesota like almost got fucking overthrown like that, that, people were not expecting. Even the National Guard was like, "It's take it." Well, uh, we, I mean, we, don't, we if, can't deal with this right. We, we don't have enough manpower right now. If they're gonna, th- I mean, they're gonna need to have like a fucking like Brett Favre arm to get that Molotov cocktail yeah, over that over that game. What's gonna happen though is you'll have you'll have so many people, mm. and it'll be it'll just be like it'll happen. I mean, it, walls come down. It's gonna. Something's gonna some so there's a, there's a way. Well, I guess Trump's like to the sharpshooters in the top of the White House, like get your fucking bullets ready. Is that what he said? No, I'm, but I mean, if that they think that's the case, because I mean, those guys will be up there just yeah. pegging no, them down. No, I, I one think at a people time. will get shot. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. It's, I, I think it will be a violent transition of power. I think they will get Trump out of there, mm. but it will not be peaceful. Everyone's like, will it be peaceful? What's the opposite of peace? I mean, it's mm. gonna be a fucking violent upheaval to get him yeah. out of office. God, I mean, the guy, I was watching Fahrenheit 9-11 randomly, and that, that 2000 one was nasty. Yeah. I was like, I, God, it was crazy. Right. 
You never even knew the Brooks Brothers riots. That was insane. The, which is the fact. First of all, the fact that it's called the Brooks Brothers riots. Yeah. That's definitely the Republican riot. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not the Antifa. But one. no, that's interesting. How times have changed. Where they were all dressed like preppy for the thing, and now it's all these boog guys yeah, in right. like Hawaiian shirts and just like redneck outfits. But I mean, yeah, they egged Bush's car. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, yeah. God. I mean, that was that was a nightmare. That shit will continue to devolve president after president to where we get to a point like similar how people are like, oh, George W. Bush wasn't so bad that people will look at Donald Trump through that same positive lens. I don't know. This is what I mean. This I mean, they're all all politicians are kind of like manipulative a little bit. But I mean, he's clearly the grand master manipulator. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, is he just changed? Did he change it forever? Or is this just a fucking? Well, you know, I mean, we've had we've had fucking psycho presidents before. Yeah, but you, I don't remember. I don't remember whenever like the election was happening in two thousand four when Bush was going for a second term, and I was in college at the time. And there were a lot of people there that were like swearing off relationships because people were voting for Bush. Yeah. And just like you know, we're ready. We're saying they were going to move and stuff like that too. So I'm just curious, like. In re- like if in retrospect, if people in twenty years from now, if shit continues to fall apart, if the environment sucks, and like you know, there's more diseases and stuff like that, uh, people will look back and be like, "Man, we had it pretty good with Donald Trump." I no, mean, I, it's possible. I, I think they will because I think things are. There, there's the version where he gets taken down, and it sort of ignites a feeling of like liberation that that evil is done and, and good sort of prevails over evil. But I actually think we're, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. And like the game that he played, see, like you said about Biden, like how he's just like, you can't believe that that's the guy that's running up against him. Mm. They need to find, they're going to need to find someone to continue to like instigate this, like not even in a way that Bernie did to almost use the, the radical left. It's, you're going to need a radical left candidate mm. to take over the, to take over this alt-right nationalist president. I think, think, I think ta- somebody... tactic, tactics are going to get dirtier and dirtier and it's going to be like collusion. And I mean, it's just going to be the, a mess. Is there somebody that like the left or like that Democrats could, could, could put their support behind on a celebrity level to where, like, people who are, like, you know, pretty Trump, you know, tastic right now would actually turn left. You know, like, if they had somebody like The Rock is, like, their as their candidate. We were, we were talking I last night. I mean, I saw work. The Rock, and I, I'm just kind of over The Rock. I, it's the speeches that he gives on Instagram about, yeah. like, his one speech about, uh, it was in, like, maybe May when, you know, COVID was just through the roof and Trump was being a fucking asshole on the press conferences. The Rock came out with his Instagram video. It was just, like... Where are you? Right. Where is our leader? And it was so, you could see the guy fucking acting. Yeah. It was so insincere. And uh, I mean, maybe he's a great guy. I don't know. I just think there's such a, yeah, I just don't think, I just don't believe him. I, I just think he's, in, I just think he's but insincere. It, it brings up a good point. What, so, so say it was a celebrity. If we were going to use a celebrity to run up next to Trump, because Trump is a celebrity, mm. Reagan's won before. Mm. What, what Democratic left wing celebrity, not Alec Baldwin, do you think would be able to take, or maybe an Alec Baldwin? Kevin Costner. <laughs> Ooh. Is he a Republican? No, he's, he was all, uh, he was all he's about. A, he's definitely a Republican in Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, uh, he supported Buttigieg. Okay. Kevin Costner would be great. Yeah. The Rock, I just, I don't like, maybe he's like, the best guy ever, I'm, and I'm sure he is. I just, when he talks, I don't like buy it. Yeah. And like, nah, the, the way he, sell you something. The way he talks on Instagram, he's like, he's like Johnny, like honorable. He's like, when you do stuff in your life with, with honor and integrity, it's like, yeah, who is this guy? Yeah, no, cheating. Know, cheating's man. okay sometimes, Rock. I just they, never. I don't know. I never believe him. I could guess. Alec Baldwin 
go against go toe to toe with Trump? No, because no, too many people so. on the right hate Alec Baldwin. You need somebody like young and fresh. You need like I I also don't I, I, I don't I don't find Alec Baldwin to be that charismatic. He's this kind of like gravelly. Yeah, but I mean, like, look at Trump. Well, I mean, Trump's charismatic. In his uh, own that's way. the thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, they might trust people. Might trust like Tom Hanks. You know, not that he ever would, but like you would need somebody like to that level to where he's you know sewn in to like their like family's fabric of like what they watched when they were growing up or something or like you know like a like a Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> no, but see, Jeff Bridges would run on like the green tardy ticket. You know, yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean Lebowski. Like, if, they, like, if, they, if they could like have somebody like, and not that he does, because I'm pretty sure he runs to the right anyways. But if you had like an Elon Musk, he's kind of got like that same level of sass to where like I think that they would. Oh, AOC. Oh. I think um, I think if you gave AOC another four years, she could she would be able to at least spar with him. Oh, she'll run for president eventually. Yeah, she could spar with Mark him. Mark Cuban could go toe to toe with Trump. Yeah. I, th- I think he could. I don't know. Yeah, he, he whenever he's on Hannity, he can't hold his own against uh, when he stands up for Biden. No, his, but I mean, I think it's but if he put if you get put through the ringer like how Sarah Palin in that movie re, uh, Game Change, they yeah. they taught her how to like handle it. And then she actually did well in the debate. She even beat Biden in a debate. Yeah, I think Cuban, if like he actually like focused on wanting running for president, right. I think he could handle it. And by the way, what happened with Bloomberg? Didn't Bloomberg enter this race for like two? No, he yeah. tried to straight up buy it. He wouldn't have a prayer. And I mean, that guy, he just wasn't ready. Yeah. That's the thing. Like he didn't put any prep time into it. Dude, it, I, I, I'm speaking of the news though. Have you seen the new round of Shriners commercials? Where the kids look like they're 50 years Dude, old. No, because we were joking about it before. Like, how, how do you direct those uh, mentally challenged kids in these commercials to raise money for the Shriners mm-hmm. Foundation that supports these kids? Yeah. And, like, the two of them have this, like, this, like, uh, this, um, this fucking uh, Dean Martin and fucking uh, uh, Jerry thing going. <laughs> oh like, God. I mean, they have, like, a, they have, like, a routine. So, like, you literally, as a director, you're literally like, all right, I need a little bit more more like no list, uh, like, yeah, or right. it's like in the, or they're like there's definitely auditions and like parents bring their their kids and it's like no like listen there's no <laughs> doubt about it yeah, he's got it he's a train wreck if i've ever seen one but he just doesn't have that like intangible quality because they these kids are like hand fucking sal- i mean it's <laughs> yeah, right. it's so well the kid the kid that does it the kid that's the spokesperson of the main he looks like the dude from the david lynch movies kind of yeah like, he kind of like he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't look old in like a progeria way yeah he just looks old and he, this, he, like and he, he's in the wheelchair it's like i feel like he's gonna have like in a wheelchair with like the blanket over yeah his eyes. well he and he's he's getting worse because he's like <laughs> he's more fucked up than he was in last week he also kind of looks like one of those like you know those russians that are like chinese <laughs> I don't think so. You know, the, like the, they're sort of like more like the Mongolian or like the the, yeah, the, the, the like Russian, the, the Mongolian part of Russia. The, like they're they're they're, okay. they're like weathered by the cold. Or it's like the, oh, okay. those that Russian that looks like um, DiCaprio. That have you seen that doppelganger? It's like, <laughs> well, I think so. Like, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. It's just like they. I just how could you be a part of that like camp commercial campaign or like part of the casting and yeah, like because right. they picked that kid for they they're like this is and, our guy and then they got his new buddy who's like thank you very much love you yeah. guys and he's like they're like adorable and stuff like that you had to be a part of a thing and you're literally like looking at the different pictures and yeah, it's right, like right. well this kid's really charming but I he, I'm not he's not like this kid's not <laughs> fucked up enough what is with the and they're always after in the news. 
Yeah. Dude, the news, because it's so depressing. We well, want to feel good about doing something. But they should put like Six Flags commercials up. <laughs> the news. Yeah. Like, I can't handle. God, it's so brutal. You watch the news and it's so sad. And then I got to watch these Shriner kids. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Again, thank God sports are back is all I can say. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I mean, God, damn. I just it's just it's just so crazy to me that you're then there's like a director who's yeah. like and casting and they were just like, just yeah. there's that. usually I don't know if you guys have ever been on a set like whenever they have like kids on a set and everything. There's usually like one child director that's there in addition to like the regular director mm-hmm. who's kind of like who's kind of like you know all wiggly and acting all stupid and everything to like kind of keep the kid into it so it's probably like that guy's ah. the one who's actually doing the directing when it comes down to it the kid right. kind of the kid knows how to pull the performance out of him yeah it's not like Billy Walsh and Entourage <laughs> get this fucking retard out of here uh it's um yeah, no, and they're also, they're like, I'm just picturing the Hollywood people behind the scenes are just like, just let him know we love him. Like, he's still one of our favorite sick kids. Yeah. He's just, it's just not going to work out for this one. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep him in mind, keep him in mind somewhere down the road. Listen, if you can get him, get him doing a little, like, a song and dance kind of routine, well, let's go, we'll, we'll, we look at another tape, but it's just like, he doesn't have that, that uh, uh, intangible handicap star quality that we're looking for. <laughs> That's the worst thing. You about. need to be equal parts fucked up and charming to get this part. <laughs> Somebody who said what you just said before too. No, For sure. Well, and yeah. there's definitely an agent that's like, I got the guy, I got the kid. <laughs> this kid is a fucking train wreck. I swear to God, brings tears to my eyes. He's so fucking cute. He is so fucking cute. I mean, you just like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. No, for sure. I mean, everybody. He comes in. He's, he, 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 you know, he has to crawl from the lobby to the office, and he's just got everybody in the office just like their hearts melt. That's a new. That's a new low. If you're that agent, yeah. Because <laughs> oh it's, it's like, yeah, you the, the, like the child actor agents. It's, it's a little like, oh, that's like what's up with that dude? It's like, but this guy is like, you got to get a real sick fucking. Oh man. my god! And, and yeah. those offices are like. Yeah, I represent retarded kids for uh, for, for for commercials. Those offices are it's like it's like out in like uh, it's like in Pomona. Yeah. <laughs> Those offices, yeah. So, and, so and, like, what's that guy like? You actually call his office. He's got a secretary. It's just yeah. like Bruce Al- Bruce Davies' office. Yeah, Jerry Cross's office. <laughs> hey, how you doing? This is Jerry. All right, what do you got? No, we're going up. We're going up to this hospital this week to uh, to recruit. And yeah, how does he sign kids? It's just like I'm thinking children's hospital. Right, well, we're gonna need his mom. Mom to sign this because the kid can't fucking move his hands. So, but they, but the, uh, but like the, uh, well, we started off with kids with no hands, and now we're just in the belly of the beast right now. Full yeah. circle. Full circle. Oh, man. But the, uh, but, you know, because, like, the guy's on a Tinder date, and it's like, so it says on your profile you work in entertainment. It's like, yeah, I represent retards for, uh, for commercials. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> look at these Look at this one I just found this kid Isn't that the most Cutest terminally ill kid You've ever seen Yeah I just booked him In I Shriners just, Dude this is putting A new uh, addition On my fucking uh, <laughs> On my Van Nuys uh, uh, house Oh man <laughs> Oh yeah Bank Yeah Banking off of that <laughs> Oh Jesus Dude Oh my god Yeah it's, that's That's gotta be a weird one It definitely It def- definitely happens Yeah um, Cause how else Do those things get made Yeah yeah, those. The, but the news they need to they need to put some a little bit more like joyful 
commercial content or just fucking cut to black. I don't even care. Or just don't take yeah. a commercial. Just keep tr- plugging a- plugging away. No, I mean, my pillow's keeping the lights on. It was yeah, well, those, are, those are kind of fun commercials, I mean, actually. I mean, who, what, what, uh, what, 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 uh, brand? It's like, it's like my pillow and like those weird, like tactical, like, uh, it's it's like stuff that appeals to like boogaloo guys. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like tactical <laughs> razors and the the thing that like goes down in your windshield so you can see if there's like I don't know what some kind of like solar holocaust <laughs> or something. I know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> and then the CNN is always like mesothelioma is like mesothelioma's back. Yeah, in a big what way. What is mesothelioma? I think it's like a lung uh, disease. I think. Yeah, like from asbestos or something like that. Um, they don't really get too into it. They just get into the financial compensation. <laughs> they don't yeah. really give you like the rundown of what it is and how you get it. But I think asbestos. Yeah. Um, yeah, in reverse mortgages. <laughs> yeah. oh, the Tom Selleck well, And he's basically saying, like, you think you're going to check out soon? You want to get, like, a hot 200K to go fucking... <laughs> Sit on the beach in Miami, <laughs> and, and, and just one. you're basically not going to be able to. Uh, your kids aren't going to be able to inherit your house. <laughs> oh man, where was Tom Selleck when he got that phone call? <laughs> he wasn't on the set of Ma- he wasn't on the set of Magnum PI. Oh my God! Hey Tom, <laughs> yeah, he was not. A, he, he was not on the set of Magnum PI. Jesus Christ! I, I got a commercial work for you. Oh, Bud Light, uh, Bud Light hard seltzer. No, yeah. reverse mortgage. Yeah, it swindles houses from the elderly. <laughs> we're we're gonna put you in a fishing jacket and a flannel shirt. Yeah. We're gonna make you look like the most boring dude. Yeah, it's uh, probably that he probably has the same agent at this point that the Shriners kids have. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude! Wow, yeah, yeah. You don't need to wear the Detroit Tigers hat for this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different, yeah. different, 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 different part. Yeah. Oh man, oh, Jesus Christ! Man, he's really fallen. I, 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 I don't have cable, so I haven't seen his commercial. He's a big Still dude. That? Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did we lose him? Elijah, you still there? Yeah, I'm still uh, here. Oh. Yeah, it sounded like there was just like some kind of like solar flash or something by here, <laughs> or some some like DoorDash guy on a jetpack just fucking <laughs> yeah, right. flew by your window. <laughs> yeah, you just got a new car on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, uh, uh, so you gave the shout out to what was it? Burn and uh, uh, smoke and scan. Smoke and scan. If anybody out there and Elijah, you would appreciate this guy too. Do you know that guy Jamel, aka Jamal? No. He's this black guy oh, who, this is great. who listens to – he's never heard of like – like he's never really heard classic rock, clearly, you can tell. So he goes and listens uh, – watches like YouTube videos of like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and like Fleetwood Mac and uh, – Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. He does like Chicago. And his reaction to hearing this music – like he's listening to the greatest music like ever made. Yeah. His reactions are so like pure and – like amazing and when he dances and gets into it like watching this guy discover music is is like one of the f- most fun things i've watched like in years yeah because he'll be like he'll like shake down street the dead will start he's like oh shit <laughs> yeah, right. it's like but it, it, i was thinking it's almost like when because like i was in college or you know or no like late high school when i started to to like um discover like how awesome like soul and funk was yeah yeah and so it's kind of the same thing, but I feel like if we did that, we'd get canceled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Totally. So like, he'll, no, well, people he'll, might think we're being like ironic. Right, There's nothing right. ironic about what this guy's doing. No, because he's listening to this music and 
Dude, and I did Pink Floyd Animals. I, I, I felt like I did it with him on Saturday right. night. Did he, he went, listen to the whole album? He did, because people were like, you got to listen to the whole thing. And he's like, people were sending him like recommendations. He's like, no, I want to do Animals like in order. Right. And he was reading up on what the songs meant. Right. So that when he listened to it, he's like, oh, dude, I, I, like, I get what they're going for right now. And I had never listened to the album like that. And I totally was like... Dude, those lyrics are insane. Yeah. And how deep and fucking ha, ha, crazy they are. Sure you are. The, uh... Animals definitely is the one I think that goes, like, the furthest down. Like, I mean, I think, like, people often look at the wall and they're like, that's the one with the most political overtones. But I really think it's, like, Animals goes almost a little too far with it to where it's just like, all right, Waters, pull it back a little bit. I never picked up on that. I never picked up on the whole, like, dogs are about, like, awful people that are after you. Mm-hmm. Pigs are about, obviously, like, corporations and sheep are just about, like, just the weak people that get taken by these by these people. You know what? Roger Waters should run against Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. He could, he could, and he's just like when he comes out, it's like duh, <laughs> duh, <laughs> duh, and because he'll have the rights to all the the Pink Floyd songs. Yeah, I mean, he wants to build a wall do think, too. Do, so. you think, do you think that he would get the endorsement of David Gilmore? Oh yeah. Ooh, uh, that's where he'd really, yeah, he'd really have to fucking work him over. Yeah. <laughs> Gilmore runs as an independent. I feel like Gilmore might be a little. I feel like he might lean a little right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's I why they broke up. That. Yeah, because because uh, Waters does not lean right. No, no. Yeah, at all. He's like Antifa. He yeah he is very Antifa. I mean I I got to tell you when I saw him down at the Coliseum doing the wall. And they and he's like, "There's the cops over there. Stick them up against the wall." The whole place was dark, and he put the spotlight on these two LAPD guys that were working. I felt kind of bad for those. I mean, they're look at it. They're not like working in South Central, like just arresting random people and right, being right. At, like they're there. They're working this concert, like and they're like everyone. I mean, it, this to these days, if he did that, that could have been dangerous. That could these guys could get jumped. Yeah, true. Oh, was it was it cops or was it just event staff? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's the event staff? Yeah, they, they were just they were like, the wall. Yeah. I'm just selling I'm just selling popcorn yeah, here. Right. You just see an explosion of popcorn. <laughs> but dude, this uh yeah, animals, I just I never knew how 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 deep it got. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And dude, his, so Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin have just blown this guy's mind. Yeah. And he's and he's he actually turns to the camera and he's like, I get it now. I get why. Because most of the people who follow him on YouTube, I think, are just like like dad rock guys, like right. old, like maybe 50 to 60 year old guys who just, this is the music they grew up on. He's like, oh, I get it now. I get why you hate the music of today. Mm-hmm. Cause like you listen to this shit he's listening to and it's like, man, yeah, music today fucking blows. Right. It really well, like, well, no, I mean, he, if you, if you, listen, listen any, I was going to say, has he listened to any Steely yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. But so, like, you listen to animals, and then you then you put future on, <laughs> like yeah, I just right. or anything, yeah, literally anything, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I don't, I never want to be like, oh, music of today, because it's just like I, I don't care. I listen to the music I like, but I mean, he really, when you're kind of watching him listen to it, and then you're, you kind of feel like you're discovering it too, almost for the first time. It's really like, man, this music is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, he does green earrings from Steely Dan. Oh, yeah. He does Peg. He does Do It Again. I mean, he loves all of it. It's well, so it, good. And, I mean, Black Cow was, was sampled by, was it P-Rock and C.L. Smooth? Uh, Lord Tariq and Peter Grimes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that is like when I do the, the show. Like, and then has anybody in the comments found anything like unwoke about it? Like, 
Oh, great. Like, let's put a, yeah. I don't think so. I think people are so, because his reactions are so genuine. Mm -hmm. He's not being like, he's not trying to be like cool or a dick. He's, he's like genuinely like, man, I didn't know about this music music been all my life. Well, I mean, that's what I was like. How old is this guy? He's probably like our age. He's probably like mid to late thirties. I I mean, has he not like heard some of these things? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like, I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that, that aren't that familiar with like, you know, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Yeah. Or like. No, but like if you grow up listening to like Nirvana and stuff, you're going to have, you, you're not going to be like, yeah, dialed into like uh, Bohannon. <laughs> By the way, he might be younger. I mean, he, he's, he might be younger. I, might, I, I don't know. He's, he seems like a really big dude. Right. So maybe he, he might be, I mean, he might be in his 20s. I'm not sure. Hey, by the way, um, I was going to ask, so we all know like the boardwalk and, the, you know, Venice, I know Rose Street is, is they call Rose Street Skid Rose now. Um, ah. But has it cleaned out some of those like sort of Fohemian douchebags? Like it was kind of nice when the financial crisis happened in Tribeca. Tribeca kind of like became kind of like cool bit. cool and gritty again uh is any has it has venice become like a little bit cooler again or is it still it's, it's, bougie? Hard, to, it's hard to say just because like i don't think that people like live in the neighborhood the same way they used to it's not like people are out and about i think people are trying to like who live in the area staying aside because there's still so many like people charging out onto the boardwalk and and like nobody's wearing masks that are coming to the boardwalk like no, there's no, like not a single mask out there and so, like, I think that a lot of, like, so it's hard to say, like, if people have moved or not, just because nobody is, like, just hanging out at the local places the way that they used to. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, you know, in the down at the pier, I'm sure it's the same way where you guys are, too, but, like, you know, they feel like every available parking, parking spot, like, out on the street now is, like, been turned into, like, the outdoor restaurant space and everything, too. So it's just, like, down at the Venice Pier is just a clusterfuck of activity of, of just people coming from out of the area. Right. But, like, in terms of, like, I, I, so I have no clue. I have seen a lot of, uh, like, for rent signs, though, more than I, than more than I used to. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm always keeping an eye on those rents because it's, like, there, it could be the time to, like, get a sick place down in Venice. Dude, I saw, I mean, I was, I was looking at, I was in Ocean Park two weeks ago for dinner. And, I mean, God, that neighborhood yeah, like is it up so there. clean and quiet. And, I mean, I, yeah. I, found, I found a cottage for, like, 2200 Oh, wow. I was like, like it's all freestanding. Yeah. Wow. That whole, that whole ocean park area, like you know, on the like kind of like west of the four hundred five, and as it goes towards the beach, it is just like its own kind of like cool little neighborhood. Too. Oh, I haven't man. thought about moving down there because yeah, right? you're right. It's like super quiet, and it's just like there's nobody. There's no tourists going there. That's just no. like the neighborhood. It's all well, neighborhood like little spot. Oh, and I, have you ever been to El Segundo? Also oh, great. Absolutely. That's, I almost started going. I almost worked in El Segundo a couple of years ago. That place has uh, that place is pretty cool. It's it's super weird because it's like right by the sewage treatment. Well, plant no, that's too. The, the you wonder why like the rents are so cheap. And <laughs> you go down and it's like you feel like you're on the set of like Back to the Future or like Pleasantville or something. Yeah, it's you old. feel like you're on a movie set of like a small quaint town. Mm-hmm. Like all the and all the stores, like all the bars have like the softball teams that they sponsor in there. Yeah, it's like right. Very neighborhoody stuff. And then you get to the end and you just see the the giant sewage treatment. Yeah, like Chernobyl. I mean, it's, it's literally is yeah. It's Chernobyl is like right there at the end of the street. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that's and probably why. it's right by LAX. So you got that noise yeah. factor in there. I love El Segundo. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. 
Dude, I um, I had this revelation when I was home. I think I remember I was telling you, like, because, um, you know, like, you always think, like, moths are, like, nuisances. Moths? Or just, like, you're like, what is the fucking point of these fucking things, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, they, they're always, like, up against the window, like, next to the they lamp. Want, they want that lamp. Dude, they want that lamp. And I know that meme had happened. Mm. Like, I was looking at the window of, like, you know, a thousand moths all just, like, basking in this fucking lamp <laughs> for, like, hours. And they're they're obviously there because they like it. Oh, they love it. And it must be like I mean, it must be like we just think like there are these like useful things. Like it must be so nice to be unburdened by having like just a simple like brain and nervous system. And just like I mean, they reproduce, so they're like they're probably just like fucking all day. And then at night, it's just like yo, at night it's like, there's, there's a lamp over here, and they're just like it's like lamp it's like moth coachella every night like and, and it, it's not just like the warmth i think they're actually having like a fucking like an orgasm. out of body like experience it's like, it's like yeah moth molly yeah no <laughs> yeah, right. i think it's like a, a, like every night and i was just kind of like damn like i you know you just be like oh man it must just suck like what a useless existence to be a moth mm. but imagine their whole thing is just like boning and like lamp Basking. I think this is how the moth meme started. Probably <laughs> someone was right having this conversation. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, it's a grabbing to make something out of that." But they're just like, and I mean, it's just like they're just loving it. Yeah, you they're know? chilling. Yeah, they love it. And then that. Okay, so then those people go to bed, shut their lights off. It's like, oh, let's go next door. Yeah, they're, they're still go, up. Let's go find another. <laughs> and lamp. That's, oh, they went to bed. It's like, oh, hello, street lamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, anywhere there's a light, they're just like, yeah. it's like, it's it's popping off. Yeah. Or like the same for like flies in like a big pile of like dog shit mm-hmm. it's and like garbage yeah. garbage it's like where we just think it's like they're they're a nuisance but they're having like a fucking that's like a, a like a barbecue for them yeah no for sure that's like fucking a grateful dead show in 77 yeah and, yeah. and like they're and like they're like flying around they can see like 800 different pixelated things mm. so they're like having probably this crazy like psychedelic experience literally like flying all over the place and then hanging with their buddies and like they don't have to pay for anything they just wait for like a dog owner that doesn't pick up their owner's <laughs> yeah, shit totally. and they're fucking they're stoked. They lay some maggots in there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a good life. Yeah, but then I, I wonder if it must be it must be like a real like uh, decision when it's like. God, there's some good dog shit over there, but fuck that person. That restaurant just threw out a ton of fucking garbage. Yeah, and by the way, think about it. Think about how much we like the food that we ate at that restaurant. Mm-hmm. They get that shit for free. They get to fly to it. Yeah, you got that's like a, that's like a Pixar movie called Flies, where one of them gets stuck. <laughs> one of them gets stuck in somebody's home and it can't get out. Yeah. But you get like free Chinese. Well, no, they know it's like, dude, don't go into a house. Like yeah, they you're got, not be able they to got get swatters, out. Yeah. dumpsters, feces. That's like a Pixar movie. Yeah. Well, that I, yeah, that'd be an interesting pitch. It's like, <laughs> and yeah, they like the animated feces. But they, um, but it is true. It's like, dude, these flies get in there. It's like, boom, they're having like Chinese suit. They could have like Mexican. Oh yeah. You, you go in the back of Morton's. You're getting like <laughs> fucking because they don't know that somebody else just ate the whole thing. Like all yeah. these e- existences that we think are just like aw- would be just like awful and like uh, mundane or just like useless. They're probably better than what we're, we're, we deal with. Yeah, maybe they don't have an idea. Like so, they just get swatted. They probably don't have a concept of like they're completely unburdened. Yeah, by, but like, fun flies, time. fly swatters are like guns to them, like they are for us. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Swatter control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. when they get in, they can get into the house, but when it's a little tough getting out. Yeah, <laughs> can't get out. now you can't leave. Oh, they're so fucking annoying. I mean, maybe now I'll think of them more. Next time I swat one, I'll be like, man. Or I could just let this guy out, and he can go back to eating shit. Yeah. But- 
Oh, they're, they, they, they like, they like dead those, animals, like, electronic too. Electronic fly swatters that, like, zaps them. I've never had one of those, but I'm, I'm thinking of getting one. Yeah. Oh, my God. We, we have one of those, and there's an area, like, on our property where, like, my dog goes to the bathroom all the time, and it is just, like, it is just, like, a mass genocide that takes place outside there every single day with that fly swatter. It's so much fun. Yeah. There's, there's no better feeling in the world than when you hit a fly midair. It is. It He's is just flying around. Feeling. You time it perfectly, and you get him. And he just fucking drops. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Feels it's good. Beautiful thing. Feels great. <laughs> hey, yeah. how's your new dog? Great. She's huge. She's like forty-five pounds now. We uh, and she's like a, she's a husky, so she just she gets fur everywhere. So like we, we've had to take her a couple of places, and we've had to start like taking our vacuum cleaner with us just because like she like leaves so much hair whenever we go places. Oh, got it. Wait, was there a period of like kind of? Did it take a sec when you first got her of, like, you kind of were nostalgic for uh, Bud? Yeah, you know, anytime that I ever, like, kind of have to reprimand her, I accidentally say my last dog's name just because he was such a son of a bitch like that. It kind of just felt natural just to, like, say his name whenever I was trying to, like, give her, like, you know, discipline her. But honestly, because, like, we've had her through, like, working from home and just, like, she's around us 24-7, she's actually become a really good dog really fast because she's just, like, she's never alone. Oh, got it. She'll never be alone. I mean, yeah, that's the same with Molly. Never she's awesome though. Like people love her. Like she's beautiful too. So like people come up and like actually want to meet her and like and she's not a you know shit when we bring her over to their houses and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Nice. Well, uh, Jesus, Elijah, it's great to have you back on. Yeah, really. Yeah, likewise, guys. We'll uh, we'll do it again um, after the election, and so we can kind of. We'll follow up and maybe we can do clips of all the different parts of like pre-COVID and kind of being excited about the unknown, kind of being over it. And like maybe like we just all kill ourselves on the, on the, on the third episode. How much time we got left there, Phil? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. You know what that means. That's right, folks. It's time for the Camp Good Boy shout out hour. Phil, you got some Instagram shout outs you want to give? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go. Let's see who we got here. Um, hey, shout out, great follower, Cool Jetta Three. Hey, shout out. Can't can't thank him enough for all the like smashing that he does. Yeah, he, uh, he smags the like, crushes it. Uh, hey, shout out, uh, Michael I Idol, My, Michael Idola Music. Shout out, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out, uh, Wu Dang. Shout out, shout the Wu Dang Clan. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out, another great follower. Uh, excellent follower, Krusty95. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Puppy Chow 07 Shout Another out. Another good follower. They're, I mean, all you guys are good followers. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out uh, 914 The Shooter. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out uh, Lincoln Parish 90. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Chris Messina 425. Not the actor Chris Messina. Oh, is it, is it a fan? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe just his name is Chris Messina. Oh, nice. Because um, that was a we had Christmasina in our band's video, and and DOL ended up getting all these like Christmasina fans. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that was the best. Yeah. Well, I thought it would help having a known actor to bring like uh, more people to the band, but it actually just brought these like crazy Christmasina <laughs> yeah, right, right. girls that like would die for him. That was like a surreal day for a second. Yeah. Like to all when you had like something in the internet that yeah, like you had an actor yeah. and all these. Like, so shout out to the uh, drunk old ladies Astro Time video. You can go check that out on YouTube. Yeah, and also the. Drunkard ladies who do the theme song to this show. Yes. Uh, hey, shout out PM the Donut Girl. 
Hey, shout 50, out. Oh, I'm sorry. PM the Donut Girl 52. Hey, shout out. Shout out. And then, hey, Elijah, um, shout out to... Uh, who, uh, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? He was asking about when you were going to be on the show. Um, fuck, where is he? Where is he? Dude, that's what I like about the, the Camp Good Boys staff, because we, we're all counselors. Everyone's part of it is that people are like, oh, my God, when is, uh, is there going to be like another Nick Scud episode or like when's Elijah coming back on? Uh, yeah, when is Elijah coming back on so you guys can all kill each other? Or kill each other? <laughs> Shout out to Neovat Chocolat. Elijah, you know that guy? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, shout out. Uh, he was wondering when you were going to be back on, and here you go. Well, yeah, the wait is over. <laughs> Christmas came early this yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh and, and shout out to Smoke and Scan. Smoke and Scan, and shout out to Jamel, a.k.a. Jamal. I cannot, I, yeah. that guy, I just cannot does recommend Does he have an enough. Instagram? Yeah, he does. Yeah, we'll put a Smoke and Scan on there, too, so hopefully he listens and oh, comes on sure. the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're your neighbor, neighbors in Hollywood. But Elijah, I'm going to send you some of the Pink Floyd videos that this guy does. Definitely do it. I want to watch the. Send me the uh, the Green Earrings one too. Oh yeah, he loves it. As soon as it kicks in, he's just like, because when he really likes a song, when it's really like in the sweet spot, he'll just stare at the camera like, you "Oh yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. serious right now? All right, all right, guys, I mean, you're doing it. Yep. It's so fucking good." Yeah, and uh, those Shriners yeah. commercials, <laughs> three, three months from now, it's going to be, it's all like in the ICU, and they're just like all hooked up to fucking tubes, but still doing the, still doing the cube oh, routine. Oh, man, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. That guy, that agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll stay yeah. safe out there. And- all right, thanks, Elijah. Stay, yeah, guys. Hey, safe. Stay safe in Venice. I'll do, I'll do my best. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. We'll see you next week. Later, man. Later, man.